What's poppin' sweets? It's your favorite baker and host, Alicia Reedy, and I'm back with a brand new episode of Cookies and Conversation. We are back from the mid-season finale, and I'm so excited about this guest because I was not expecting it, and it worked out perfectly for my season. So, oh my gosh, say hi to my mommy. Yay! Yay! Oh my gosh. (laughs) My mom, she was like... I mean, I come on, and I was like, okay, so here we are, (laughs) and honestly, it's been, like, pulling teeth to try to, like, get this to happen, because, like, we were running around today, trying to get a tree, and ever since last Christmas, I have become very particular about my Christmas trees. I'm not settling for a Christmas tree that is the same height as me, and (laughs) our Christmas tree is cute, I think. The tree that we had nope. last year was nope. a little bit taller. No. Nope. Nope. Okay. Still okay. about nine feet. That's awesome. Yeah. My mom was not trying to get the one that I wanted, but that's okay. I just had to, like, you know, keep it pushing and be like, well, it's still taller than me, and that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. Who are you? And what are you sipping on? So, besides being your mom... <laughs> <laughs> and your three sisters, I am actually a conglomerate of things. I like I want to do more than I probably have time for. Fuck Retired that. police officer. I currently work with a nonprofit. It's an autism organization, Autism FYI, nonprofit that helps with the. Uh, safety, education, independent living of people with autism. And the family that that organization was founded by has two adult sons on the spectrum, and I work with them a couple days a week as well. They are awesome. Mm -hmm. And that's most of it. I like to spend time with my family. I like to be home, but, you know, if some good stuff comes up, I'm, I'm, I'm... not always opposed to going and mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. Lot hopping today. Christmas tree lot hopping today was interesting. But other than it that. was, It was. <laughs> Tyler was playing with some children and I was worried because I'm like, okay, I saw that the eldest had a slight cough and then my child is getting over a cold and I'm looking at this family like mm, it's giving anti-vax and then I started to go through my spiral of stress and I just shut down for the day I was like because I cannot go through COVID again for no. me for my family for my child and it just makes my life so difficult but back to you you know one of the things I want to ask you before I tap into like all these other questions is what it is Oh, well, that too. <laughs> Not what I want to be. Some plum wine. But you should have. Well, I have some water because I've been slacking like okay. a lot. Honestly, me too. It's been like coffee. Like coffee is like <laughs> my my meal of the day and then I eat dinner. And then I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to drink water all day. And then I don't drink water till work. like right before I go to bed. It and work. it's horrible. But right. We're here. But one thing I wanted to ask you before we really go into everything Mm -hmm. is what is something about you that people would not guess or would not know? It's interesting because I'm kind of an open book, kind of. Yeah. More open now, I think, than I have been like when I was younger. Mm -hmm. But y'all know, my kids know a lot about me. Yeah. I can't think much. But as far as other people, 
I don't know. I know a lot of people. Depends on what you know. Some people think I'm too nice. Yes, I am nice. And, but I have those couple buttons to, you know, make me a different person. But things have happened too often. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But if I need to flip it, I can absolutely flip it. I think it that just most people happen. don't know that because it doesn't fit my personality. Right. And it doesn't show up that often. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. Like, because I've seen you that angry. But, like, <laughs> it doesn't. And I can say... That even with all my years on this earth, I haven't even really seen it like that. Like, you've been mad at me, but, like, I, I've seen you, like, the level that you're talking about a very, very, like, small amount of times. And I prefer that. Yeah. And that leads me to my first question. Ooh. Would you say, or, would yeah, would you say that your childhood has shaped you into who you are today? Yes. How so? Um, Having both of my parents there... Um, they were very supportive mm-hmm. in the things I wanted to do. They were actually, I remember people with, uh, you know, think that I had, I did have a pretty easy life and, and my parents were not super strict at all. And yeah. the thing with me is I didn't want to disappoint them. And if I even, if I even thought that I was going to be disappointing them, I wouldn't do something. Yeah. So it kind of kept me, I kept myself in line because I knew my parents trusted me mm-hmm. and to try and to do anything other than that would have made me feel bad. I would feel bad if I thought I would disappoint them. I hated being troubled. Didn't want to be singled out for stuff. So I kind of, and I watched my brothers mm-hmm. get the trouble. So that helped me as the baby um, and the only girl yeah. to be, um, choose things wisely. And growing up and having Different things. I didn't tease people because right. I didn't want to be teased. I had a weight issue, so I didn't want to be teased. Right. And I didn't also didn't want to do things to make people feel bad. Right. And so I think I was a pretty deep. My mom was, you know, everybody loved my dad. Everybody Because Mr. Personality. Yeah. Everybody loved my mom because she was so she's nice. Ev- like, she's like the biggest mama bear I know. Like, right. you're a mama bear and you get it from her, but she's like... She would give like, you her last yes. to her detriment. She would yes. give you her last to make you happy because it made her happy. And she takes everybody in. Like, yeah. And it's funny because giving your last. I mean, I've done that to my detriment as well to make mm-hmm. sure my kids had Same. stuff. I think about your singing trip. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I was thinking about that when I was pulling these questions together. I, did, I purposely did not pull a question because I knew that would be the answer. So I was like, I'm good. No, nope. I mean, some things. And I do things. I wanted my kids to be happy. And... And I end up not always making those best decisions because I want my kids to be happy because it really, really makes me happy. I like to yeah. give. Um, but anyway, yeah. So my childhood had a lot to do with who I am and wanting to do the right thing. Does everybody do? No, not. My brother called me a goody two-shoes. Not Tony, but Mike Oh, did. bit. Yeah. And I wouldn't no, it wasn't that. Away. Mike was always in trouble. So I wasn't trying to follow your lead. No. <laughs> Tony, I mean, your kid's six years is a big difference. And yeah. Tony is six years older. He was either out playing sports, hanging out with his girlfriend, or working. So, uh, you know. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that all that kind of shaped who I am in the life that I have led. But mm-hmm. I often didn't put myself first right too often yeah i get that from you because i'm the same way i think i've picked up a lot of my or just not even picked up but i think a lot of 
who you are and who grandma is i think i got that a lot of those things from mm-hmm. y'all all three of us are really good at putting other people before us like and, and that's not and it's not a bad thing but it's like you have to understand like i was telling you like, like what we were talking about earlier like boundaries you can't make that the primary thing in your life right because if you especially at the right there are times to put other people first yeah. absolutely but if you put yourself first mentally physically think you can be better for somebody else mm-hmm. if you put those things aside and you're breaking further and further yeah then you're not as good for other people as you can yeah be so yeah, yeah. you know what you saying that makes me think of what we were talking about earlier today too like i talk about my dynamic with rayvon pretty often on here just because that's probably one of the biggest parts of my life that shaped me into who i am today Um, Just because it's been a very hectic few years. And this makes me think back to a couple of years ago when I was pregnant with Tyler. And what I was saying, I shared this on my close friends on Instagram. But I posted the picture from my memories on my like public story. But then on my private story with my close friends, I, I was looking at that picture and I shared how it looks like such a serene picture. But I was dealing with the most the craziest stuff i was thinking about how looking back at that time and comparing it to where i am now i can see that over the course of time not only did i put him first especially before me in many ways in basically every way possible but i loved him more than i loved myself and that was hard to watch and it makes me sad because looking at our dynamic now I can, over time, I've noticed that. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, what's crazy too is that he knows how, like, he knows that. And I think he's finally really accepting that even all these years later. I'm now in a space where I think that because because of how that unfolded, bear with me because I'm, like, telling you this as it's coming to me and I'm also really sleepy. But (laughs) when that happened and when he came back around this year... I think just seeing how everything unfolded, especially how long it took for him to understand or really grasp the fact like, wow, not only do you love me more than I love you, but and like he loves me a lot. But it was like, not only do you love me more than I love you, but it's you sacrifice so much. I think he has a hard time accepting the fact that I sacrifice a lot or have sacrificed a lot for his well-being, his happiness, and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And because of everything I've been through with him, like I was telling you earlier, my boundaries are obnoxiously firm now. I'm a very all-or-nothing person, Mm -hmm. and I really don't know how to be because I've been like this my whole life, right? Mm -hmm. I, I think my boundaries are so firm to the point where, like, I, I can sense BS from a mile away. I can always tell when somebody's taking advantage of me especially now i'm like "Mm, you're not my kind of person and i'll cut you off but i think my boundaries are also becoming my detriment so now that i'm putting myself first so much especially because i've made a a huge effort to do so and i've I've been standing in that that's becoming my downfall so like (laughs) you have to trust your gut feeling too i have not and i can think of poignant moments in my life where i put somebody else first i should not have and then I live with the consequences of yeah. my decisions, which um, can upset me. I know you don't live with regrets, but I know I have stuff sometimes. I do. It's like, dang, in my gut, I'm telling y'all, 
trust your gut. It will not. That's that's like your sensor that will guide you to make the right decision for you. If you ignore that, you can only be mad at yourself if it does, when it doesn't turn out the way it should because you know in your gut you should have how many times have you said i knew it i should have yes those are those moments yeah exactly so you got to learn to listen to that and trust that yeah exactly and i'm i've been working on that too i still have my moments Mm -hmm. and i think what helps me with that is that I know that it's coming, but I still give people the benefit of the doubt. It's like, okay. You do. I heard you. I heard my gut feeling. I heard my intuition. And I'm like, I keep that in the forefront. But if I get, if I go through and I give you the benefit of the doubt and I actually <laughs> see it play out, I'd be like, that's Y'all, crazy. Alicia will be like, get us to we all like, who we fighting? What's up? <laughs> who? And then it's like, she thinks about things. Mm-hmm. And then has this heart that'll forgive people and then we're like wait we're not mad no more wait a minute what's going on so i get that you, yeah. yeah yeah you gotta you gotta do it you gotta do it bad to yeah for you to cut somebody off yeah y'all my mom and i were talking about this too i just went on like a tangent about stuff like it started off with a tweet that i saw and i was like oh my god boundaries and it just wanted to talk this whole like stream of consciousness kind of thing um dad what did you just say i'm so tired <laughs> dang it I'm so tired. This is so bad. What did you just say? I was talking about you have to really, somebody has to do something really bad. Oh, yeah. Like, I've really just be cutting people off. Like, if it it's if it's the smallest inconvenience, I will be like, goodbye. I will block you. I will, I will literally take away any kind of access you have to me. I do not play about me and my space. I like my solitude a lot. So if I let you into my bubble, I really like you. And if you interfere with my bubble, we got a problem. Because don't pop my bubble. Don't mess with my bubble. No. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of stuff like that, what do you feel very protective of? My kids. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! When my kids feel away, yeah, I'm just yeah. Mm-hmm. I it can change my opinion sometimes of people. Now, don't get me wrong. I know none of us are perfect, and sometimes even my kids can do something to that initiate something like that. But yeah. and that's for me to talk to them about. That still doesn't uh, alleviate you from whatever you've done. Yeah. I mean, talking about others. To to my kids. No, don't. No, we're not doing that. Period. Yeah, period. <laughs> period. <laughs> I'm like that with um with Tyler, too. I feel like a lot of parents just naturally. I say a lot because yeah. some people aren't fit parents. But I think a good, the majority really are, just have that natural instinct. It really doesn't matter what it is. But you also have to do it within reason. And I oh, say yeah. that in you the can't sense be a of fool. Like, you can't blindly. I just I don't want my kids to. And unfortunately, I well maybe fortunately I guess I have learned over the years. See, I've always wanted to protect my kids from stuff that hurts them, and I yes. know that I can't. Yeah, I That's me can Tyler. only give you information, advice if you ask for it. My observations, whether you ask for it or not, and you can do with that what you will. But I can't protect you from everything. Right. And hoping that what you have learned along the way, your experiences along with the things that I have told you, that you can make 
the best decisions you can make. And that's not yeah my decision yeah. to make. But another thing is I've learned from, I guess, getting older, knowing what I don't want to tolerate, and actually watching you through your journey is peace is very important. And mm-hmm. inner peace is something you have to try to guard yourself. Yeah. You know, you, you want to guard your inner peace because when that's in turmoil, that gets on the outside of you and it affects the things around you. Right. I like to, um, and when things are really stressful, I've learned that I have to kind of picture myself in the palm of God's hand like he's got me. I got to let him handle it because when I try to handle it, I mess stuff up. Mm-hmm. You leave it to him. You hand it over to him. And for me, that brings me peace. Yeah. So protecting my peace is something else. Yeah, like, I really had to... I've hit rock bottom quite a few times since Rayvon has been in my life. And it's like, every time I hit rock bottom, I had to literally, like, rebirth myself every year. And I feel like there's something every single year that forces me, that he and I go through. And I always refer to him because that's, again, the biggest part of my life or one of the biggest parts of my life. I'm fiercely protective of Tyler to the point where, like, I know that I'm a helicopter mom. Mm -hmm. And I don't try to be, but I think because I've been through so much shit, I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I... I don't... And I know I... It's the same thing. Like, exactly what you said. Like, I know that I can't protect her from everything, even the things that I know are going to hurt her. Even the people that I know are going to hurt her somehow, some way. I try... I I do what I can to protect her, and I know that there's only so much I can do. And I think that as a result, that makes me even more of a helicopter mom. You help her learn to recognize things and and how to respond. Yeah. That's what you can do. You prep her to make better decisions yeah you know and i'm very grateful for the fact that she knows what she likes she knows what she doesn't like she knows who she likes she knows who she doesn't like she's very good at expressing herself um if she's not comfortable you will know and i'm grateful for the fact that she has that naturally and my goal is to just enhance that and Mm -hmm. really make sure that she knows like to be vocal and to really, like, put her foot down when She's it's She's off to a good start with that, though. Yeah. She's pretty headstrong, but, you know, she'll have to learn yeah. how far she can go yeah. without overstepping. Right. Because I allowed y'all to, I mean, it backfired on me a couple times, but mm. I allowed y'all, you know, to speak your mind. But there were also times where it was like, this is what it is, and this is not up for discussion. That wasn't, uh, that's only, like, an emergency type situation, which right. isn't too often. But other than that, you have to be ready. Right. You know? Exactly. What is... Okay, let me run it back. Mm -hmm. So, I love talking about our family. I love everything about our family. Because, like... And I I also blame it on my Cancer Mars that's very passionate about everything family. So, I I feel like we've briefly talked about this. But what is one thing that you wish you knew about your grandparents, some my great-grandparents? Because I feel like over the last five, six years, we've been piecing together certain parts of that. Like, we know a good bit, but what is there that you wish you knew? Well, you had the benefit of four grandparents at at one point. Me, um... I've had the benefit of two. 
my grandfather, my mother's father, I have memories of him when I was small, but he was like five when I died. I mean, when I died. (laughs) (laughs) He was like five. No, he had, I can't remember if it was a stroke. Yeah. Something he fell off the porch. I remember being in the car. I remember you telling me that. When, yeah. they, when they went over and I'm sitting in the car and I see people standing on the porch. You know, I, I, you know, I just know grand, granddaddy died. Um, and just I remember, like I used to think, I remember he would babysit a couple of times. Yeah. And when we heard him come up the stairs, I was like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't, I mean, we didn't spank or anything. But you know, I like I said, I didn't like getting in trouble. <laughs> I'm still kind of like that now, but I have a little, little bit more defined about that. I'm like, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm going to do what I want. So, <laughs> And then, uh, and of course, okay, my mother's mother died before I was born. Right. I think she might have died before Mike was born. Oh. I think the only one she might have known was Tony. Um, really? Yeah. My. Gr- How did she pass? Because I don't know if we've talked about that. Hers might have also been a stroke. Wow. Yeah. I've got to double check. But I, I, that's what I remember. That's really crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my father's mother, my grandmother, gosh, died just a couple years ago. She was 103. She was due to turn 104. Right. And I found out some things about her, before, you know, in the last five years that I didn't know. I found out that she wanted to be a PE teacher. That's probably why she was that always so That makes so, so much sense. Right. And up until she died, she could kick her feet up. I mean, up walk in heels. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and then, and that she had all the say so and how to design her. I actually didn't know that. And I was really, and I wish I had done what my mother had suggested, talking about kind of interviewing my grandmother. I found, I I forgot, I have it, I written, written down somewhere though, where she went to school. I think it was Brown Junior High in D.C. Native Washingtonian, but she was 17, which is, you know, back then in the ni- 19 teens, mm-hmm. 1920s, 30s when she had 33. So that was a big deal, but she, they didn't make them get married or anything. Wow. Right. And they, they didn't make them get married or anything. Um, which now is I got to do the math. Back then. Cause if, okay, wait, cause wait a second. <laughs> so how old would granddad be? If they were 17 years apart, she would have been 104. My father would have been, um, gosh, he would have been I just close like to 90. That's what I was thinking. Wow. Oh. He'd have been 88. Yeah. I was thinking yeah, between like, okay, because I didn't feel like doing the math. I was thinking between Leo. like 86 and 94. Leo. Yeah. He, uh, he mm-hmm. and she. Yeah. Leo. July and August. Um, so she was, she got married and I thought he was me. So that was he looked my father's step that. But what would I want, like to have known? I know. I don't remember what my mother's mother did. Um, what, was, what I was told, I should say. My grandfather, I know one of the things he did, he was one of the, uh, you probably don't know anything about that. They used to do the air raid siren, sirens like drills. Yeah. So if there was something, you would hear that. That drill, that, that, yes, exactly. <laughs> so he used to do that as, that was like a, that was and his whole job, this? my mother's father. Okay. Awesome. And my grandmother worked for the Bureau of Engraving and Printing. And that's mm-hmm. what she retired from. And actually early on, she and her sister, cause she had two brothers and a sister yeah. and she was, I can't remember if she was two or three. 
she was number three. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and I looked in some of the old census and I saw that she had done housekeeping. Wow. I think, back in the day. And she that makes probably a lot of sense never. Too. You don't remember? Or wouldn't, wouldn't have admitted it. I don't know. Because you know, she always had money. So it's hard to say. Yes. She always, that is a working woman. Yes. But she and her sister had a hairdressing business. They Which did is hair. Yeah. She's, I think my dad You know, she used to do my hair a little press and curl. Man, burn me a couple times. But you were still cute. Uh, I, I survived. Right. I lived to talk about it though, right? <laughs> but I can't think of much. I do wish I knew more. I tell you what I do regret. Yeah. Not knowing. It's it's I knew my mother as my mother. I knew she was like vice pre prefect, I should say, of like the church and she did little she did things like that. Yeah. Like y'all know me. Y'all knows any the jobs and stuff and people. My mother did so much at work that I yeah. found out after she died. There's stuff, and you know, that she did that I wish I'd known. Groups she started and things she did. Yeah. And I think if I had known at an earlier age how physically active she was and how many things, physical things she did in school, that could have changed my outlook. Because yeah. I had zero interest. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could have been fit. I don't know. <laughs> Knowing what she did. I didn't know that until I was grown. I mean, yeah. so. Oh. Yeah, mm. but I. I mean, my dad was kind of an open book. He worked at the State Department for almost 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. And um, awesome. although that was cool, people loved him. They brought him stuff from out of the country all the time. Get all Bernie. Yeah, they would what always. I've seen bring... some of that stuff. I don't know. He had so much stuff. So much stuff. <laughs> Just stuff. Man, he was hoarders waiting to happen. Man, <laughs> his little den, you walk in, it's like a different world. Like the lighting is different. Took, he just took over that the back, back left quarter had the little skull. Like, where, not the skull, but like the. It had the top. It actually had the big rinse stuff. He just took over the back room and made it his own, kind of, where the washer and dryer was. Wow. And around the corner was the wash tub, the big wash That's tub what that, that they was, don't give people. I was always so and scared furnace, to go around that corner. The furnace was there. Yes, that had like a little skeleton big, in front of it. Oh, that little plastic toy. It freaked me yeah, out. <laughs> I hated going around that corner. <laughs> Grandma would be like, yeah, it's around the corner. I'd be like, yeah. right, you asking for a lot. I don't no, know if I can do it. The wash tub, it was they dark. don't give people anymore. They give you the... The cutout now with these houses, but they don't really give you the big wash tub. Yeah. Anymore. Oh my God, that was back there. Yeah, but to answer your question, I don't know. I can't say. <laughs> I, I, wish I, knew, I wish I knew more. I don't know. I, knew, I wish I knew more about my mother's life. I can't yeah. think of much. I know about my grand. I, you know, let me take that back. So I found out at some point my grand, uh, who my father said his father was. Oh. Yeah. And he, oh, wow. The news clipping, I have it somewhere of the guy's obituary. And he died the year I was born. And the that's thing, wild. And the thing that stinks is they didn't have a relationship. And that stinks because yeah, I was gonna he say, had a couple siblings, of siblings. Right? So that's a whole part that, you know. And that's why I think that ties back to what I was saying, too. It's like we've kind of like been over the years, like just been piecing stuff together a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. And I, I just. And I, you met some of the Grimeses, though. Mm-hmm. You met that's been cool, even though we don't. I mean, we're still working on trying to. Everybody's so busy, so I wish we and had COVID. more of a yes, absolutely mm-hmm. more of a foundation. But they're great. 
Yeah. And, I, and I'm really looking forward to getting together with them whenever things clear up. You yeah. Know? And, you know, one thing I want to tap into really quick is because you um, you brought up um, grandma and granddad. How did they how did they meet? Because that's actually one of my questions. How did it's funny. They, they lived in the same neighborhood. What? Yeah. You know where Nana was, right? Right. And that pool in that school behind her. Yes. So if you if you when you walk out of her house and go like a left, a left and a right. Yeah. My my I think forty second place. So it was right around the corner. They were maybe a quarter mile. If especially if you walk from the out there, right there. And they were five years apart. So yeah. it's not like yeah. My mother was I don't know when they met, but they got married when she was eighteen. He was before he turned no. 22, 23. And wow. they met. I don't I don't remember how exactly they met. I just know they, yeah. they lived in the same neighborhood. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. I actually did not know that. Wow. Aw. Now we really can't sell Nana's house. That's so special. <laughs> <laughs> that is so special. I love um I love talking about our family and I love sharing the beauty of our life and our story. So I had to make sure that I highlighted that. That was non-negotiable Very for me. cool. Yes. What would you say is your solid foundation? What does your foundation look like? What does it entail? That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I live for those moments. I love to ask questions. People be like, that's a really good question. And I'm like, well, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh. Um, my foundation is is what you asked me about in growing up and helping it mm-hmm. has it shaped me. Absolutely. I at this point know a lot of what works and what doesn't. I'm more leaning towards the fact that I know now that if it's on your mind and if it's something you communication is huge. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think of how much I've lost, missed out on because I didn't speak up. Yeah. Let stuff went by, stuff that I really would have loved because I didn't communicate. People are not mind readers. And I have said that. I always said, ask me because I'm not a mind reader. So if you want to know, ask me. But I also needed to need to do that. Yeah. I believe that you should do something every day to be better than you were the day before. Yeah. It can be incremental. I'm not even talking about earth shattering, moving mountains. I mean, if that happens, it's fine. But that's not what I'm talking about. I don't care what it is. Maybe, whatever it is, do something better every single day to be a better person. If you put God first, everything else should fall into place. Yeah. Which is a big one for me. Yeah. The older I get. Me too. Um, And that's why I share so much of that with y'all because... It helps. Because I don't want, a lot of this I'm coming to the realization on my own. And I don't want you to wait to get my age say, oh, wow. <laughs> Let me <finish. laughs> Learn it soon. I mean, at least have it in here somewhere. Scrambling yeah. around in here somewhere. But, you know, I've been talking so much right now, I can't even remember the question. So. <laughs> <laughs> what did I ask you? Oh, oh, what is a solid foundation? But no. No, no, no. You're right, though. And it's okay. The foundation can change. My foundation. I yes. stand firm on how... I was raised. I was raised. Um, my parents, I think, did a good job. Yes. They allowed me to make decisions mm-hmm. where I had decisions and where, where I could, you know? Yeah. They allowed me the freedom because they trusted me. They allowed me freedom because they knew I wasn't going to abuse it. So that's huge. That's huge. 
I extended that to, to my honest, children. I mm-hmm. feel like that's really not to cut you off. No. I feel like that's just really big. Honestly, as <laughs> being black, right. <laughs> like that's a really big deal. I want you to continue, but I want to say that it definitely does show, and you definitely have extended that to us. So I know that there were a couple times that I broke your trust because I was being stupid. <laughs> and I know that. And I knew that I had to do a lot to get it back. I personally did not know, especially when I was younger, how to do it because I was already a big ball of hormones and emotions. <laughs> and a lot of the time I was like mad at the world. And I'm like, you know what? Fine. Okay. Like, you're still my mommy, and I got to do what I got to do. But, like, uh. <laughs> I, a lot of the time. You are I a headstrong Bama, let me tell you. I get it from you. Mm, I don't know. But the, uh, I get it from I you. I don't know. No, maybe you got it from today me, not <laughs> yesterday me. No. Because yesterday me was very more, I mean, very much more, you know, kind of, you just kind of do what you're supposed to do. Be quiet. Nobody told me to be quiet, but yeah. I just didn't. I kept a lot to myself. I still do, but I vocalize a lot more. And you kind of have to. Yeah. If you want people, people are not mind readers. Yeah. And there's a way to do it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't think very... I, I don't think I really answered the question, but. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. I think that I'm definitely headstrong like you i think that like you were saying yesterday you was completely different i just think that you've always been headstrong but you didn't necessarily want to act on it uh, well i agree no <laughs> i agree and then you know you get to the point really just like, where no. where experiences and people change you have will change you mm-hmm. that's why i said yesterday it, 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 it's there but people sometimes things people do kind of force it out of you where now you have to speak up here and here and here where you didn't necessarily do it before because people will take advantage or, or you need to teach people how to t- how to treat you that kind of thing where you just kind of have to whether you yeah. really want to or not so yeah and i know i've shared that with you before it's like i don't ever mind teaching somebody how to treat me or love me speak to me because that's how you communicate Mm -hmm. your boundaries that's how you communicate the way that you want to be seen and respected and you know treated all that kind of stuff um where was i going with this (laughs) Uh, (laughs) see and we have that in common we absolutely have that in common it's like wait a minute what what was that Uh, that's messed up right it's so bad you got it honestly oh my god i'm so tired it's so bad usually i'm not this forgetful look this is getting really bad i was that way at your age even even though this is so bad it'll come back to me hold on oh that's what i was saying it's like i don't ever mind doing that but it gets to a point where it's like, it should never have to feel like a chore. One People time, know better. Right. It's like, <laughs> one time, okay. You know what? You probably didn't hear me the first time. That's fine. Round two, <laughs> we grown at this point. Now, you know better. And I know you heard me. And a lot of the time, people are texting. So, you can always type, especially if you have an iPhone. You can be like, go to your messages, search keywords about what we talk about. Oh, so she <laughs> did say it on this day. Got it. <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know who I'd be. I was about to say. How, what raised, your... raised now. Yeah. I have no idea. Things were... A lot more, we can be gone all day, out and about with your friends and just yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. And and, and I, I would never have done that with you. What? I need to know what's up. And right. it's even worse now. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and I think with you being even more or like openly headstrong and way more vocal, I feel like I feel like granddad and grandma would be 100% here for it because you've always been so good. I think I no, I absolutely think so. Yeah. I think that yeah. that would be and I got the quote unquote pushover side from me f- from my mom. However, if she needed to call somebody out, she absolutely would. A Taurus. It wouldn't be in front of everybody. It would be one-on-one, but you were going to hear yep. her peace of mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I respect, but it didn't take away from the kind, loving person that she was, but yeah. she was absolutely going to call you out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do your goals and your dreams energize you or exhaust you? <laughs> Depends on which day. Oh no! Oh, or no! I'm or who I'm talking to. I felt that. Man, I th- if I talk to Anita, I can conquer the world. I can get all my stuff yeah, she- done. I'm pumped up. I'm like, <laughs> yes! I can have a fortune. Five. Shout out to Anita. I can do this. I can. Yes, I got this. And then I think about it all. And I'm like. <laughs> Life comes at you fast. <laughs> Does it? The problem yeah. is. I mean, it makes me feel like that too. I'll be like ready to start a new business after talking to her. Absolutely. <laughs> My problem is there are so many things, even now. Yeah. There's so many things I want to do that I don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. And I could be successful at all of them, but then I don't know what to focus on. Right. Do I focus on the easiest thing? The least amount of cost, the least amount of time, least amount of effort. What? Or the most profitable? What do I go for? Yeah. And I don't. So it's a little bit of both. Uh, What I need to do is kind of plan ahead, see, and kind of do a chart. Like a vision Uh, board. Pros and cons. Oh, yeah. For each thing and see which one has the most pros to get started first. Yeah, you know, and I think... Oh, wow. I see how your mind works. I can... Yeah. Because you be overthinking sometimes. Yeah, I do. And the craziest part about your mind, it's like... And I get so mad because you think of stuff and you'll talk about it with just us. And then sometime after, it's on TV. Every time. Every time. And I forgot who told me to tell you this. Anita said if I could get paid for ideas, I'd be... You'd be a a billionaire. Oh, my God. But I forgot who told me to tell you this. And I'm going to say this on here because I'm going to hold you accountable. Oh, no. That the next time... (laughs) It's going to stay on here. That the next time that happens to you, just do it. Like, don't, don't, don't say it out loud. Just do it. Just work on... Like, now that you're breaking that down, your pros and cons... Right? Mm-hmm. Talk to Anita. Right? Because she's the one that gets you amped. She and then boom. And then make it happen. You just got to do it. And I think... And I think she that... Sees, she sees what, what I do and what I'm capable of in a way that I can't see. Yeah. Um, Same. Yeah. And it's She makes like, me emotional. So, like, I just... <laughs> and it's yeah. so cool. And it's so humbling. Mm-hmm. But it's very much appreciated that somebody who doesn't just blow smoke, yeah. she tells you what she thinks. Yep. And she's not going to lie to you Very, or mislead you. She, she, so if she's love. saying it, she's not saying to say, <laughs> yes, good, good job. It's, no, that's not how she, she's telling because she really believes that. Yeah. And and if she believes in what you, it believes in you and what you can do. Yeah. That's what you're going to get. Anita has, I, honestly, if you, okay, 
not many of y'all that listen to this have met Anita, but if you have... You need to interview it, her. I will. I will. Mm-hmm. If you have or end up having the privilege of meeting Anita, you will understand. You will understand. Absolutely. My relationship with Anita, we are so much alike. And it's so crazy because I'm like my dad, I'm like my mom, and I'm like her. So she's like another mom mm-hmm. to me. And my, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> are you going to send this to her? I might. You should. You should. <laughs> and I think my dynamic with Anita, and I, it's been this way for as long as I can remember. She gives me tough love to the point. She tells me the shit I don't want to hear, Which but I has, need to yeah. hear it. I'm getting emotional thinking about it now. It's tough love to the point where like you know it angers cares. me. Right. It angers me because I know I know you're right. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I can't accept it. It's just and it's not a hard it's not necessarily a hard pill to swallow. It's more like it's scary. Like it's scary how spot on it is. Yes. And there was a time where Anita and I, we weren't talking or like not not even we weren't talking, but I think she thought I was mad at her about something and I wasn't and mm-hmm. we I literally saw her one day when I was at work and we just kikied and she bought me food and she was like I love you and I'll talk to you later and <laughs> it was so good it was so good she even helped me at work yes <laughs> that was the best she's very selfless very and she's a very if there's anybody her. that's a Sagittarius I love her. that's my sister yes my sister from another mister yeah. for real yes and if I were to describe we- Sagittarius it would be her <laughs> she, like she's that'd be the, her picture the epitome of a Sagittarius and that's why I, like they are not Sagittarius women specifically are not for the weak. Like they are, <laughs> they are intense and they mean well. They're just very straightforward. Yes. <laughs> and like it may rub you the wrong way, but it's all love. It, it really is all love. And I don't think Anita has ever rubbed me the wrong way. Like I said, I just think that she's so spot on that it scares and actually, me. Yeah, and it makes well, me emotional. I'll be like, okay. Well, that's how you are. <laughs> You've done that with me too. It's like, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And actually, when you get like that, you're just just thinking. Who me? And mulling stuff over, the stuff that people, yeah, that she has said or, uh, yeah, or I have said sometimes. And so, it's not that you're mad. You're just really thinking it over. Yeah, it, it takes me a minute to process stuff, and I think it's hard for me to hear things from other people because there's the the battle I have with myself in my relationship with myself mm-hmm. is something I can't necessarily put to words. I am such, I'm doing better with giving myself grace, but no matter how much grace I give myself, I will always be my hardest critic. And it's, it's harsh. It's very harsh. I mean, so like when I hear it, sometimes you set yourself up. I think that's why. Let me tell you why. Because like today, for instance, you have your schedule very full. And so there was no margin for things to change. No. And I said you were very hard on yourself because you didn't have any margin. No. And sometimes you're doing things like the tree head thing that will throw a monkey wrench in your best laid plans. And then it stresses you out. So because you have no wiggle room, it's it create, creates yeah. stress. Yes. And I and I try and I think I get so upset because I operate better on an on an A type schedule. If I don't wake up on time, like one thing that's mandatory for me now before I get my day started is working out. Unless I'm committed to 
the next day like okay you know what i can sleep in or okay you know what i can work out just in the evening and not morning mm-hmm. and night that's when i get upset like that for me is non-negotiable like today i made sure even though i started my day on the most random note i still did some pilates and it kicked my butt i mean i didn't really want to <laughs> do it but i did it my my a-type schedule it helps keep me on point And it's not that I can't be more forgiving or like I can't switch things, but it makes it hard for me. The way I see it, it's like, okay, now I got to add more to tomorrow. And then my podcast weeks are very time sensitive weeks. So if one day is thrown off, the entire week is thrown off. So that's why I shut down, especially on Mondays. Mondays for me set the entire tone. Like, okay, how much work you want to get done? Okay, what are you going to do? How are you going to take care of yourself? And I started to be like, you know what? I did just come off of a holiday week and that's where grace comes in. You can ease back into work. You've been going hard with your social media for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Relax. It's okay. You know, and that's what I was saying too. going back to Anita really quick. It's hard to hear the thoughts that I have coming out of somebody's mouth. It stirs up something in me. I can't put words to it. So when Mm -hmm. I hear what I say to myself from another person, it's like, relax. (laughs) (laughs) Not in a bad way, but it's like, now I'm being held held accountable. Literally, it Uh. is just, it plays in my head nonstop. What? would you say you need to learn to make time for i need to make time for things that will make me healthier Mm -hmm. i need to make time for the business ideas that i have that have not that i have not moved forward on because i don't know where to start so i just need to buckle down and make time at least several times a week to move it forward even if it's a couple of sentences forward in a business plan do something to move that forward and to move into like i said and be healthier those because i think i spend a lot of times with you with you guys yes (laughs) (laughs) honestly and i think you know what's crazy and speaking of that just the time that we all spend together i've noticed over the years that that is something that a lot of friends that i had growing up and probably i think friends to this day just they have a hard time grasping that concept. They do. I remember when y'all were still in school. And people, like Rayvon gives didn't... me a hard time about how close I am to y'all. I'm like, just because you ain't that close with your family they don't, don't mean... understand. <laughs> and there are so many parents who can't believe that my kids are like... I'm, how many times does Devin come down and give me hugs? How many times does Courtney say, um, yeah. give me hugs? I mean, it's just at their ages. and I mean, y'all have always been ready to give some time. Always. And there are so many parents who don't know, really know their kids. Right. And don't really want to hang around their kids. And vice versa, because a lot of times, teens and 20s are like, or maybe 20s, maybe not so much 20s, but teens, I never had that problem. Yeah. That I know of. You know, you might know something. I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) I don't think I ever had that problem. You know, and that's one thing I do worry about when it comes to my dynamic with Tyler, I don't ever want her to feel like, because I work a lot, I don't ever want her to feel like I'm too busy for her or, you know, I don't want to spend time with her. And I think she's slowly starting to understand that I have to work, that I have to hustle. I think she's starting to grasp the fact that, okay, mommy works. Y'all live through shift work. Yes. I work shift work, but when I was home, I was home. Right. And I think the difference. work from home. That's Exactly. And that makes it hard. Um, And I I think what makes it hard for me or why I give myself a hard time about it, it's like, 
if my dynamic with Ray wasn't the way it was, I probably wouldn't have to worry. I, there's a lot oh, that I absolutely. have. I remember. You have to question things because it's not very open yes. at this point. Yes. Like, there's no communication Correct. again. And actually, when he came back around unexpectedly this year, and he said something that really rubbed me the wrong way. And we were actually walking up the street that I'm looking at right now. And he, he pissed me off so badly. And I said, you know, one day, one day, you will understand or you'll be able to see the sacrifices that I have to make and continue to make. Then you'll understand. I was like, then you'll get it. The moment you see that, you'll get it. There's a lot and I get so mad. And this is why I don't play about my time, especially like my solitude, my peace, my, my bubble. Because there's a lot that I have to sacrifice literally to make sure that my child has food in her mouth, clothes on her back. You know, and a lot of the time, I'm not going to lie. Like there's a lot of the time, like I do hustle so hard to the point where like the that only builds time. A lot of resent this is how resentment builds. Yes. It builds and builds and builds. Yes. When somebody feels taken advantage of or feel like they're pulling yeah. so much of the weight of something. And yeah. the thing is, when it comes to your kids, it plays, it, it, it it's it. not about you as individual mom and dad. Right. When it comes to your kids. They, you know, have to be, well, their well-being has to come first. I I mean, I'm not barring what I was saying before about mental and physical health and taking care of yourself. No. That aside, you have to work together for your kids. And I didn't have that. I didn't have that. Yeah. And we were, when were we ever really on the same page? Right. Not very often. Mm -hmm. And kids know that. And kids... Yeah, so yeah, and that's that's not good. But and I always try to make sure I explain things to y'all. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people. Oh no, don't kids aren't stupid, yeah. right? And I think the biggest thing is that, and I think that's also why like community is so important to me. I, I wish, <laughs> I wish she wasn't growing up in the times of COVID, because life would be so different. And then also with the trust issues that Rayvon has given me, just through our parenting dynamic, mm-hmm. it makes it hard for me to trust other people with my child. Right, because other Tyler ch- is such a people person. She loves to hug Let people. Let me tell you, daycare, one or two, three days a week, just not because you need it, because you're home, but because she loves kids, and that's yes. they learn from each other and... She hasn't really had that. Yeah. And. And Raymond hasn't given me a safe. Like he he doesn't make me feel safe enough to be like, you know what? Yeah, Tyler can go do that. I don't know if that makes sense. But it's it's like I my trust issues are that deep to the point where I don't trust anybody. Well, yeah, that's something you have with you, my child. It's something that I'm working on. Yeah, you know, that's all you can do. And, and you know, some people don't raise their children the same way. We come from a very loving household, and we hug, and like we spend a lot of time together. We're very affectionate. Tyler is like that, but think about people that aren't that receptive. Absolutely, that, that's a thing so that worries me too. So when she wants to go too. hug, I'm like, oh my god! Right, gosh. like, and I say this because Rayvon and his family are—they're very selective with how they show their affection, mm-hmm. and a lot of the time, it's not physical. So it's more quality time. They may not be like hugged up. They may not be playing and things like that. But it's like quality time in the same space. My parents were like that. Yeah. So yeah. I've been thinking about it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And quality like time. And it, Tony's that, like that. And the really ironic, that. Right. Tony's like that. And the really so. ironic part is Rayvon is a very big quality time person. 
physical touch, quality yeah, all, time. Mm-hmm. It's a trust issue that I'm He's working through. He's just super guarded about everything. So Yes. And honestly, because of how guarded he is, it makes it hard for me to let my guard down. Absolutely. And there's so much that I want Tyler to be able to do. Like, I hope she does eventually understand. Because this is what life is for us. This is the dynamic that your father has created for us. Well, when you, like, when I... you do spend time, that's the thing. It's what you do with the time that you do have. Yeah. And the thing is, she's such a tourist. You never really know. She either wants you in the space or she doesn't. Or she'll push you she out. She wants to play or she doesn't. I'll be like, look, Tyler, I have time. And then, of course, as soon as I have some time, she'll be like, uh, no. And I'm like, all right. You know what? But when I'm busy, though, she's like, I want all of your attention. Come here and watch me watch That's TV. That's just how kids work. Yeah. It's my girl, though. I'll do anything for her. Uh-huh. And, Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> what moment from your life would you love to live over and over? If there is one. Over and over? Or if there's a moment that you would want to revisit. <laughs> Only if I could change it. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, my word. That was so shady. I don't even know where you're going with this, but all I know is that that was I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to leave that right there. <laughs> Um, I can't think of one. Okay. What's something you want to forget? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would like to forget decisions, a couple of decisions that I've made that obviously they can't be changed. Yeah. So, but I don't want to, I don't want to revisit a couple of decisions Mm -hmm. that I have made that obviously I can't change when I think about them they muck with me sometimes and I don't want to um, revisit them I want them to stay gone right stay you know because they are what they are yeah that's over and I just but I hate to revisit it because there's some things that I could have done differently should have done differently but didn't right okay Mm-hmm. And even though all is well, it still comes. That back. still bugs me. But why should I? Why should I care if all is well now? Why does that bug me? Because you're a human and it happens. And because right, and because I was disappointed in this in couple of decisions. I mean, they weren't um, horrible. I mean, it's not like you know people get people get hurt and stuff that kind yeah. of thing. But still, things that I wish I had done differently. Yeah, I wish I could forget all of the crap that. Rayvon put me through and I hate that I keep talking about him but I think I'm also talking about him more because this is um another part of my life now that he's abruptly left again it's like I have to figure out what my my healing journey looks like this next phase of my healing journey looks like without him again there were times where he'd be like, I'm changing, like, I'm growing, like, why can't you see that? And it's like, you know, it's not that I don't see the growth. It's not that, or it's not that I didn't see the growth. It's not that I didn't see changes. Because I could see where he was trying really hard. But there's so much deep-rooted shit that he has to work through before he gets to all the stuff, all the changes that he wants me to really see before, you know what I'm saying? Before mm-hmm. I could really, like, be like, yeah, you are changing. Yeah, you are a completely different person. No, you're not. And that's the sad part. It's a, it's not a hard pill to swallow. It's just a very harsh reality. Mm-hmm. What gets me too, and I told him, and I've mentioned this before. He wants it's to do it like, every baby step. 
every not even that mm-hmm. what it's not even about that for okay. me it's and i think i've shared this with you before too but i spent a lot of time healing myself basically putting myself in a healthy isolation to really get back in tune with myself because dealing with trauma for years and years it's like okay now you really gotta like do some soul searching really get back to yourself because what are you doing like i literally had to take a look in the mirror and i just didn't recognize myself anymore every year there was just something different so coming into this year i really was on that new year new me type stuff (laughs) and it worked out i told him i said i spent more than half of this year healing without you so now that you're here, I have to see what healing looks like with you in my picture. And I, I know I've mentioned that before, but when someone has brought so much chaos to your life and you give them permission to come back in, in a, in a very specific way, it's like, okay. Like there were things that he would say or do that would trigger me. There was, to this day, like even when he was back around, there was some shit that he did that was unacceptable. There were things that he said that were completely unacceptable and it triggered me. Yes, and I'm entitled to be that. I'm entitled to feel that, but it's also my responsibility to work through it and acknowledge it. His biggest issue was he had a hard time hearing his impact. He had a hard time hearing me being the expressive person I am. And he had a hard time understanding the fact that I was very expressive, even after all these years. I don't know why, but whatever. I'm very good at being like, okay, well, when you said this, it triggered me. Okay, I'm triggered because of X, Y, and Z. I need a moment. I'm this. I'm that. Like, this is how I'm feeling. And if I reacted a certain way to something, even if his intentions were good and it just didn't come out in the best way and I still got triggered, I would tell him I was very good about communicating, look, this is my boundary. This is how I feel. Um, I don't like when you say X, Y, and Z. It sends me to this place. Let's avoid that. And that was just a really hard pill for him to swallow because he likes to set boundaries, unrealistic boundaries, but then is really good at disrespecting somebody else's. And it's like, because I would set those boundaries and he would continue to do the same thing over and over again. So for me, like, I really... So of really, course you're going to get the same result when you keep doing exactly, the same thing. Exactly. So don't be out here talking about something I'm wild and no, no, you should have sat there and ate your food. <laughs> No, I just really wish I could forget a lot of the trauma. I wish I could specifically forget about everything court related because that is actually those two weeks in and out of courtrooms and all that, that those two weeks are the the main reason why I don't allow myself the space to cry anymore. I cried so much and having to go back to work two weeks after all of that or like right after those two weeks, I felt numb. I wish I could forget how numb all of that made me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing better with letting myself cry if I got to cry, but it's still hard for me to cry. I might get like a few like tears out, but like <laughs> squeezing them out. Yes. I'll be like, you know, and, I, and I, I'll get choked up before I cry. It's like that deep. Do you push it back down? Yes. And then I just try to handle it in a different way, like through my work, yoga, and yoga really keeps me grounded. That keeps me centered. And I think that's why peace and actively choosing peace every day helps me. So even if it's a hard time, I just look back to, or I take a look at what centers me and what grounds me. And it's like, okay, this is what's going around me, going on around me, but it's not the makings of me. It's not 
who I am. It doesn't mm-hmm. define me. Yes, it's noisy. It's chaotic. How can you get back to you amongst all of the noise? Be Kick like, out okay. the noise. Kick it out. Right. And I'll just be yeah. like, okay, I'm going to go do some yoga and drink some tea. Okay. And I'm going to go to bed. And you got to learn how to give it over. Mm-hmm. That is more than a notion for many. Yeah. You have to constantly think, there's only one person who can be there for you. Yep. All the time. Yep. So... Mm-hmm. You know who he is. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so if you give it to G, he's that's what he's there for. But you got to give it to him. He will let you yeah. deal with it by yourself. If you hold on to it, he'll let you do it. And it won't come out well most of the time. Right. Just got to give it over. Yeah, and I think that's... That's the hard part. Yeah. Because I go. have control issues. Stop, and Rayvon right. is actually right about one thing. I do have control <laughs> issues. But it's also because I'm a Virgo. So that's yes, literally she the, is. That's the biggest thing. Because honestly, <laughs> if I wasn't a Virgo, I probably wouldn't have as many control issues. Because <laughs> we always got to like fix stuff and like everything always comes back to us somehow, some way. Or we got to be like, okay, well, you know, I know how to do X, Y, Z. So we got to fix it. So you like, got that through, you know, your, your, your son's son. Me, I got it through the job. Mm. And I told you that before. Um, I know you don't always want stuff helped or fixed but but that's what i did for so long when people called me yeah as a police officer you when you go they they called you because they need some something fixed something's not right right and so i'm always looking to fix yeah fix that's what that's what you need (laughs) i gotta fix it i gotta fix it and you can't always fix it yeah but that's what that job was and that's for me a lot of where i got that from oh and you my kid oh my gosh i gotta fix it Yep. <laughs> That's me with Tyler. Any little inconvenience. Like today when the onion flew out the window. I was like, I, on the road, we got to stop at the store so I can get the toy. I got to replace it right now. She asked me about and that she onion was since. over it. She asked me about that onion since. <laughs> you were distraught. I still am, to be honest. I haven't stopped thinking about the, the onion. The funniest thing. Me, and we were on that same road. The oh, funniest thing to me was the look on her face. <laughs> she was so confused. She was like. Um, what am I? What, what am I <laughs> she was like, though? she was like, I know it was just here. No, the moment that really got me was when she was looking on the floor for the onion. She was like, did I drop it? <laughs> I missed. It. She was like, she had her hand out the window still, <laughs> trying to process it, and then looked down and she was like, uh oh, like looking around for her onion. No, girl, it's gone. What are we gonna do now? That was so funny. Oh, my poor baby. Ah. Oh. I can't See, wait. I would go it. look for it. I, I kind of want to, but that room is very busy. No, right <laughs> no. <laughs> I did it for you. Oh, thanks, mom. I turn around. Yeah. I just go buy another one. I turn around she and I found it. Like well, you, anyway. This was something you made. Oh, that's different. No, yeah, no, I'm glad you went back. Mm-hmm. The onion, I go buy that nine case. Of, you know how long it was to turn around and come back? You know that stretch of Pennsylvania Avenue? Oh, my word. You had to go all, had to do that left exit yeah. all the way down and all the way back. And there it was. Oh, mommy. That's, right. That's so nice. Um, See, because it's an onion, it probably rolled and got You crushed. know how many times I went to your schools collectively to bring your us stuff? To bring you stuff. And then most parents just say, <laughs> they'll learn. <laughs> they will learn. Just let them You'll get in like, trouble. Let them, no. let them be hungry if they left that lunch. I'll be like, oh my gosh, let them get a zero if they left their homework. Just no. You'll be like, no. 
No zeros. Just take it. Especially <laughs> if I actually had the energy to do my homework. If I wasn't depressed or I like I was the upset. worst. The best for y'all, but the worst for y'all at the same time. Like, no. oh my gosh. I don't think you were the worst. Because, <laughs> like, it really shows that you care. You know? Like, it kind of reminds me but, of, like... You, you and Grandma are definitely the same in that regard. I could be like, Grandma, I didn't... Like, I could literally... <laughs> not have food and she will come up to the school but and bring a bag a including meal. that puffing corn <laughs> man grandma putting together I'd be like oh she got them brown bags oh man I know she she got us with the goods right <laughs> uh, man she had everything up in she there she would meet me there when I dropped y'all off and she mm-hmm. would bring me lunch yes. what cooked That's salmon what saying, y'all show up in the what? same way and, and I think and what I love is that I got that from y'all too. It's just like, it's just the importance of like showing up. It's like, you just do it because you love somebody. It's like, okay, you just do it. It's like, oh, you want, you don't have your homework? I'll it's bring just, it to It you. also just emphasizes the different parenting styles that people have. Yes. I know people who, whether they have kids or not, would have been like, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> they going to learn today. Right. <laughs> it happened a couple times. I do agree. You leave your lunch a couple times or you leave your homework a t- couple times, you will do better. Yes. So it, it actually, it can be crippling for a kid to do that because they know mom's But it's do also it. helpful because it's like, oh, my parent cares. Yeah, but ultimately, it's, it's about, trying it's to the help, balance. help you. Yeah. Right. So exactly. I agree with that. I, I understand. <laughs> but. <laughs> However, that was, that was my choice. That was my choice. What would you say is the biggest personal change you've ever made? The biggest personal change, um, is growing my faith. Mm. Mm-hmm. That makes such a difference to me. Um, everybody gets there at a different time. Some people never do. Yeah. Some people, you know, have always had it, I think. But I but I think that working on that has helped me not stress out about everything so long. I may do it for a minute, then I say, wait, 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 wait. I don't have to take this on. Yeah. Which is hard. Like I tell you all the time, it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But it's a practice. You gotta, I got to practice it. Yeah, and, and I try to because I know I like to try to control my stuff too. Like you, ah, nope, I'm controlling this. But when you do, you, you know, we mess it up. So yeah. And with all of that being said, <laughs> my last question for you is this: Who and or what matters most to you? I would have to say my growing relationship with Jesus because mm-hmm. because of him and his love for me I can share that with others yeah so I have to you put him first like I said everything else falls into place yeah and be, like because of him I can mm. and, yeah. I, and I will come on pastor oh no <laughs> <laughs> anything but that <laughs> the real pastors no 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 not a desire but if you get called you better do it right and be like it's on my heart go on i'm like don't call me don't call me not for this right 
Is there anything that you would like to leave the listeners with? And if you want them to keep up with you, how can they keep up with you? Oh. See, that's why I wasn't going to ask you that. So is there anything that you just want to leave them with? No, I keep up with me. Why, why would anybody want to keep up with me? Oh, okay. Because you're my mom. Because <laughs> I mean, do I, do I even know my stuff? I think I so. Know. Dang, is it like is it ten? Is it what? What are the numbers at the end? It's okay. Well, what? Look, I'll plug it in. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But it, what do you want to leave the listeners with? <laughs> <sighs> If you don't come up with something, <laughs> talk about something you don't know. <laughs> it's okay. Um, leave. Uh, it can be I anything. think, but it's it's so funny because you've given me opportunities to already say those things. Oh, you know, just about continuing to try to do little things to make yourself better every day. I like that. To be better than you were the day before. Mm-hmm. That and I said that earlier. That's a big deal to me. Um, yeah, that's why I practice yoga because I be knocking, bucking, ready to you fight. Know, all the you know, you gave me so many opportunities to say those things and the Yay. thing about the mental and physical health and about putting Jesus first. And that's that putting you put God first, everything, and all those things you've already allowed me to say and the questions that you asked me. Um, I just say, gosh, if you can't say it too much about treating people, you know, if we spend more enough as much time on our lives and ourselves and our bubbles. Mm-hmm. As we do worried about what somebody else is doing, mm-hmm. we'd be so much better mm-hmm. off. Because we should never allow what's going on in somebody else's life affect what we do in ours. Come on. <laughs> you know. And for so long, I did that and I'm done. That's why I choose peace. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'd be ready to fuss <laughs> in a heartbeat. That is true. To this day. <laughs> and, and, and I tell people that all the time. Just because I choose, choose peace don't mean I'm not going to get nothing but. <laughs> Because I will. Yeah, we're still working on that. We're, st- we're still working on that. That's never changing. <laughs> <laughs> we have, yeah. And to put, yeah, because when you put people first, other people first. Yeah. I'm talking about people that are not worthy of being first. And mm-hmm. then they let you down. You can only be mad at yourself. Because they will continue to do that. But I love y'all. <laughs> not you dragging us at the end of the episode you say i love y'all but get it together that was not absolutely ni- that was not nice but you're right <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate the opportunity oh my gosh thanks mom and thank you all for listening i'm happy to be back and i'm happy to be ending off season two with really good episodes we have two more coming at you um very excited and I think y'all are going to enjoy it. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to another amazing episode of Cookies and Conversation. And until two Thursdays from now, we are out.